Welcome to GovCast, connecting with federal IT's top decision makers. I'm your host, Amy Kluber. With a career that started before the dot-com boom in the retail industry and then the finance industry, Karen Howard has taken her role to the IRS to lead its Office of Online Services as Executive Director. The office has a pivotal role in the agency's overall focus on overhauling technology and the taxpayer experience. Howard is a customer experience person, as she says on the show. Everything the office is doing ultimately impacts that experience, including online account management and securing taxpayer data. The agency envisions the taxpayer to be digitally connected and engaged, and Howard talks us through what that looks like. Karen, thanks so much for joining us on GovCast. It's great to have you on the show. Thank you, Amy. Glad to be here. Now, until you joined the IRS a little over a year ago, you're actually based in the private sector. I believe a background in merchandising and marketing, I believe. What led you to jumping into public service at the IRS? Wow, that's a good question. And, and one that I'm asked frequently, because um, I, I guess it's kind of unusual for someone um, to come in, you know, so, so late in the game. But I, I would say there are so many experiences, events, situations and scenarios that paved my path um, from years in the private sector to the IRS. Ultimately, I believe I was looking to do something at the height of my career, kind of a capstone that was greater than myself, I believe, a greater purpose serving the American people in this role, um, in, the, in a role that greatly impacts, you know, how people interact with the IRS, seemed to fill that need, that void, that desire to do great things for so many people in a much more meaningful way. I, I would say that that probably is what led me to join. In, in addition to a very um, professionally aggressive recruiter. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of how we all get to our positions at some point. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's funny. What was it like joining the agency, which had so much impact during this pandemic, during the chaos of the pandemic? Um, let's. I would say in one word, chaotic. <laughs> in a good way, though. <laughs> you know, I was just settling into a fantastic executive role with the leading financial services organization. And then the IRS opportunity came my way. In the midst of a global pandemic, I had to quickly transition my role to, to the, at, at the organization that I was at, you know, pack up, move my apartment, start acclimating to the public sector, culture and practices, get to know a new team of over 100 people and build coalitions and relationships with seasoned and career federal employees. You know, all this while taking every precaution imaginable to stay healthy and support family and friends through the pandemic. So when I say chaotic, I think I don't even know if chaotic is, 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 is strong enough. It was hard, but I think it strengthened me um, and, and enabled me to improve on all of my assimilation skills, especially my ability to quickly pivot be agile, get scrappy, get creative, get innovative, uh, while remaining solution focused and trying to stay positive. In all honesty, I think it reinvigorated me. It was so new and something so different in a time where, you know, you could have easily got sucked into, you know, the, the, the negativity that the pandemic was bringing. This kind of gave me balance to do something new and exciting and learn something new. That's right. Yeah. And I'm sure everyone can attest to some sort of chaos that went on in their own 
roles or in their own lives during the pandemic. And I can't even imagine trying to do that um, at such an organization that touches on all facets of everybody's lives. Yeah. And you got to imagine, you know, everything, you know, the pandemic almost transformed the agency and more of a benefits administration. I mean, we were rolling out the economic stimulus um, payments and, um, you know, really working with, you know, the Hill and Treasury to fulfill the need to get um, payments into people's hands. I mean, you know, two of them while I was there and one before I got there. So to me, all in the middle of everyone working remote. So to me, that was... um, you know, I wasn't the only one going through change. Um, even people who were career feds were going through change as well. Right, right. Speaking of change, the IRS, I know, is going through a whole lot of digital modernization. I mean, just in your office, being a, as director of online services, I mean, that means a whole host of things in, in that broader strategy. So can you talk through what some of those efforts are looking like for you and what is top of mind for you? Yeah, you know, it, it when when people think about, you know, uh, modernization digital, the first thing they think about is technology, which does play a huge role in in the transformation, but I think another thing that really, you know, is at top of mind for people when you talk about digital modernization are, are resources and processes, right? You know, you've really got to look at, you know, all three things to make uh, digitization happen. But I think what's most top of mind for me and my team is, uh, you know, looking at the 21st Century Integrated Digital Experience Act, which is really about improving the digital experience for government customers and reinforcing existing requirements for federal public websites. So one of the things that one of the um, core core responsibilities in my office is IRS.gov. So as we look at you know, how people interact and the touch points for taxpayers and the taxpayer community with irs.gov, we really focus on um, how we can meet the challenge of that act, whether it's looking at applications that need to be um, updated or even new applications that help people really interact with um, irs.gov in a way that they hadn't in the past. I think the pandemic, you know, lit a fire there, right? We were all home trying to work and knowing that we had the, in in the Office of Online Services, we had the responsibility of irs.gov, which is the first place people go. We had to really step back and look at with our stakeholder partners, with IT, with our external partners as well, all the things that we had done or needed to do to enable people to really interact with the pub, with that website in a way um, to, you know, comply with their tax obligation or to get information or to get forms. And so that, that is always top of mind for us. But I think, you know, really the pandemic kind of said, hey, you know, now others, it's top of mind for others, which puts, you know, demand on, on our team, which is great, right? People are recognizing that um, we, we really do have to interact in a way going forward, pandemic or not, where people can meet their tax obligation how, when, and where they want to. Right. And definitely take away some of that uh, stress, I guess, a lot of people have and even thinking about their taxes and, oh my gosh, you know, I have to file them this year, my goodness, but it doesn't need to be that complicated. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Do you think your industry background, especially when you're considering uh, the finance aspect that you've been involved in or 
maybe some of the merchandising, et cetera. Do you think that background has primed you for this work that IRS is undertaking? I do, but I don't necessarily think it was, um, you know, any of the merchandising or, or retail. I think it was really the customer, you know, always my, my former roles have always been a direct connect with the person we were trying to serve. So I've always been on the front line of customer experience in retail, in this case, taxpayer experience. So I think, and, and, and marketing, right? So how do we, um, get our message across to the people that we are trying to serve. So, you know, my industry background centering on optimizing um, the experience of those I serve and would like to serve an organization is really what I think primed me for this role. Um, like I said, all of my roles in industries like retail, e-commerce, <clears throat> manufacturing, financial services have been to listen to the audience that I'm trying to serve or the customer and when, and respond in a way that improves their interaction, whether through process, whether through training of people, or whether through technology. You know, the IRS, I'm, I'm not a lawyer, I'm not an accountant, an auditor, or an investigator. I am a customer experience, user experience person. And when you think about where the agency is going now, you know, largely driven by the Taxpayer First Act, but, you know, you know, kind of, and the pandemic, that's the skill set that that they needed. And I think that's what really primed me for this role. Wow. Yeah, that's that's definitely a great way of looking at it because in, in technology, a lot of people historically haven't really thought about the customer in the technology. And now we're really seeing this movement across government, you know, bridging that gap. So thinking ahead to, you know, now we're, we're in the budgetary season of the new fiscal year and thinking ahead of the the irs.gov priorities and some of the digitization that's going on at irs what are you looking to tackle immediately well some of my immediate priorities are to continue to expand my team um, you know I, I think i alluded to earlier the demand for digitalization on irs.gov has really put a demand on the need to do more on my team so the first and foremost priority is to grow and nurture an incredible team that I have, you know, they've delivered under circumstances that I don't even know if the private sector I've seen, you know, would have delivered to that level um, with the, you know, amount of people we serve and the pace at which we have to deliver a lot of what we do. Um, we work hard, but we're very under-resourced when you consider the demand and the need for what we do. So recent funding, I'm sure you've heard of, of the funding that um, we hope to get in the news will allow me to right-size the organization and continue to, live, to deliver on all of our initiatives and the vision of the agency without risking team burnout or capacity overload. You, you know, we always want to be sensitive to that. We've got a number of other immediate priorities, all of them leaning into uh, the Taxpayer First Act, multilingual initiatives that make it easier for limited English proficiency individuals to be served and meet their tax obligations, improvements with the online account in the form of access and services. Ultimately, I think our vision um, or the North Star for online account is really to make it that one-stop one shop to, to really uh, uh, fulfill your tax obligation. Um, you know, when it comes kind of, if you take the experience you have with Amazon, right? You go one place to see what you ordered, what's due, you know, what's, how much is on your gift card. You know, online account, 
uh, the vision is for it to be that way for individuals as well as you know business accounts and also tax pro accounts to provide uh, that level of security and and trust that the um, taxpaying community needs to be able to fulfill their obligation without having to call unless it's a unique situation without having to get up and go to a field office. Um, some of the other things we're looking at is you know content enhancements in the area of plain and easy to understand in, um, language and easy to find and search for information. So when we talk about IRS.gov, you know, optimizing the search experience and the navigation of the site so that people can easily find what they need. Uh, you know, not everybody wants to go in their account. They just need information or forms. We, we wanna really make sure they can go to the site and find those things fairly quickly. And lastly, Digital tools like calculators, estimators, portals, so taxpayers can understand what they need to do without having to call in. So that's really, those are our top priorities. And they all, you know, are leveraging IRS.gov as the platform to serve. That's interesting, especially when you're talking about the number of tools that can be used and really the, the customer experience as well. The collaboration across the entire agency is definitely something that I'm hearing that is going to be important. Does this resonate with you? And, you know, how does teamwork look like in your daily activities? <laughs> so, I mean, when you, my office, the office of online services is, is, has a unique position within the agency, right? We, we work between the technology teams and the business owners to really um, cert, translate requirements, figure out use cases, do testing, important, you know, make sure the voice of the customer is, you know, top of mind for all of our initiatives. So, you know, interacting across functional teams and, um, you know, is, is core to what we do. So that is, we wake up, we go to bed thinking about, you know, building coalitions and relationships so that we can, um, you know, help others with their initiatives, as well as fulfill a lot of our own. We sit um, right in the, I, I kind of call us, if you think about we're strategic enablers, you know, we bring a translation skill set between IT and the business, um, making use cases, business cases a reality by looking at the requirements and then taking the voice of the taxpayer, um, you know, the user experience, the taxpayer experience, and making sure that whatever is designed has that as in the center of the design. Wow. And that's, it's kind of interesting because you, you hear about this a lot in the healthcare setting, you know, the kind of like the patient experience. And then now it's really the same thing, you know, yeah, it's not healthcare, but there's a lot of lessons learned that can be communicated across government, even outside the IRS and in the finance realm. Interesting. That's exactly right. You know, you know, I, I always say, you know, none of this is really new. The customer has, has always kind of, you know, driven or, or talked about what they wanted. It's just now we're paying attention and now we're finding ways to, um, to give them what they want, how they want it, where they want it. So you know, growing up in the retail sector, um, you know, starting as a, you know, working frontline retail, like most people did in high school, it was always about customer service. Um, and so now how we digitize that and how we translate that into tools and automate it is fascinating to me. And it, it really does invigorate me because I sit back and say, wow, this is what they're wanting is nothing different. It's how we really deliver it. That's different. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Huh. 
That's interesting. So I want to back up a little bit to something you just briefly touched on security. You know, that's a, a huge prominent concern right now across government in many different ways. And considering how the IRS handles taxpayers' personal info and with the move to more of these digital services, how are you navigating the concerns with privacy and, and protecting taxpayer data? Sure. Well, first and foremost, foundationally, the best way we can serve a taxpayer and enlighten is to make sure their data is protected, right? And so everything we do has to go through, you know, cybersecurity and counsel to make sure, um, you know, that protection is there. Working with IT, it is top of mind for all requirements, all testing. You know, we can have the, give someone the best experience but if somehow their data is exposed, it's like we've done nothing. Um, so when we talk about the taxpayer experience, the first thing that experience has to um, has to balance um, the protection of their information and their data, and that is something that you know has always been there. But more importantly, as we move to these self-service you know tools and applications. It's more important because, you know, as much data as we have, you can imagine how many people want to try to get it, right? I mean, <laughs> want to talk about hitting the data jackpot, mm -hmm. um, you know, that's the IRS. So <laughs> we, we have to, everything we try to do, the first thing is how we're going to, you know, what's exposed, what information, and how are we going to protect it? And that's where actually a lot of thought starts. Fantastic. Now, I know your office in particular, and, and as well as other offices across the agency are doing huge hiring push. You mentioned that in the beginning. Considering your own journey to IRS, how would you make the case for folks, especially in IT, to serve in government and your office in particular? Yeah, I mean, there's so much opportunity and, 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 and room to move around, learn a lot, grow your career job stability that, you know, it, it, it can happen fast and happen quick here because, you know, it's a large, large agency. And to help the technology team or, or the agency to take the customer experience to another level in a way to my, to my key driver that is so meaningful is one of the, the key drivers, right? It's one of the reasons why I say, hey, if you're looking to, you know, if you're looking to make a difference, if you're looking to put a stamp in the world of what you've done that it will impact so many other people, this is where you go. And technology is where it's happening because, um, you know, that's how we're looking to address a lot of the needs of the American public, to, to the ability to self-serve, to not have to call unless you have to, right? Basic things that we know people want we can give them that. And so if you're able to help in a way that, you know, you want to feel good ab about yourself and look at yourself in the morning and say, hey, I did that. I mean, when we, the um, advanced child tax credit um, that we rolled out not too long ago, you know, when you talk to these families who are getting that, I had a guy working on my house the other day. And, um, you know, of course, the minute people find out you're from the IRS, they have a different thought. And so, I, you know, I said, hey, no, we, we do a lot of other things besides compliance and enforcement. <laughs> Let me tell you about the softer side. 
And when I talked about, you know, just rattling off a lot of things, he, he wasn't even aware. And when he talked about what that child tax credit, that advanced child tax credit payment did for him and him and his family, I mean, the feeling that you get knowing that you help implement that, that your team worked hard to get the portal up and the information and the visibility to the payments and the ability to determine if you're eligible without calling. That was huge. And he had four kids, all who were eligible. And so hearing him talk about, you know, the relief that that brought him was amazing. <laughs> it was just amazing. I mean, it just makes you feel warm and fuzzy inside. Right. Talk about connecting, you know, the being the bridge between the the customer and the technology there. That's yeah. kind of like a perfect use case. You know, I came, I started my career in, in, in fashion, right? Um, and I thought that was the best feeling you can have putting on a, you know, $5,000 blouse <laughs> and feeling <laughs> like you were, but really nothing compares. And when I talk to people about the opportunities that the agency can afford you and this job stability and the growth and the career growth, you know, I talk about those things as opposed to, you know, some of the things that I talked about when I worked in, in retail, it's just a whole different mindset and, 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 and it's, it's inspiring. It definitely sounds like it. You know, we've talked to other IRS personnel. There's been in a few different offices and different levels, and all of them kind of say the same thing. It's almost like there's all these misconceptions about the IRS and there's all these, I guess, need to modernize that, like the opportunity is just so exciting. And then hearing those stories are, you know, it kind of like really seals the deal, I guess. Yeah, if, if you will. It does. So what are you really excited about in the future? You know, there's so many things going on. And uh, so much opportunity that your office is, is going to be involved in. So what is most exciting for you? I think what's most exciting for me is that I get to be a part of it. <laughs> I get to say, hey, I help with that. I mean, when you look at, um, you know, all of the acts and what the new administration is ushering in a lot to support the American people, you know, the American Rescue Act, all of those, you know, land straight in our agency and to be able to to hear and see people you know in the grocery store you know in the farmer's market talking about you know what i call you know the softer side of the irs it just i'm most excited about our ability to give american taxpayers or taxpayers in general and their community the people that you know help people pay their taxes an easier way to do that Look, a year and a half ago, I was on the other side of this coin, right? Very frustrated with um, the IRS. And I had no clue about some of the other things that they do, right? You, you, you hear those three letters and you want to run for the hills because you think, oh my God, you know, because you only uh, associate it with um, compliance and enforcement. And that's, that's a part and that has to be a part, right? Um, everybody should pay their fair share. But when you think about the other side, which is the side I get so excited about that and what, and, and what our plans are for the future to really help people, and, and enable them to understand their obligation and, 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 and comply voluntarily. That's exciting. That's exciting. And, and to be a part of that, I think, is really what excites me. You never would think that it would take a pandemic to really help people understand this. You know, I think people are starting to see it. They're like, oh, man, not only is technology really important, but mm -hmm. wow, all these stimulus payments like IRS, you know, it kind of blew up over the past almost two years. And who knew it would take a pandemic to really 
make people understand that? <laughs> you know, I, I think eventually people would have gotten it, but not to at the pace. Right. I think, you know, the pandemic expedited so many things that, you know, being in this space for so long has been frustrating, right? You know, getting, or look at the organizations that didn't have buy online, pick up in store and on the e-commerce side, they suffered. Some of them aren't even here because they didn't believe in the magic. <laughs> um, I've been in this career in, in, in e-commerce, in online digital services since 1995. That was pre, you know, the bubble, the, the e-commerce bubble. I've watched the ebb and flow and I've seen, um, you know, the resistance and the early adopters and the late adopters. And those who did not begin to realize the importance of online services for not only the generations that are coming, but even the ones that are already here to be able to do things when they want, where they want. The pandemic kind of shook, shook it up and, and some of them didn't make it. And, and it's because people drive what needs to happen. And the pandemic just, um, you know, with, with services, how they, how they receive for services and the pandemic just put an exclamation point on that because we couldn't go anywhere. So if you didn't have a way for your customer or your to, to do business with you, it showed. And it also, you know, as far as the private sector is concerned, gave an opportunity for you to lose share. For us, being able to provide these services helps build trust that the IRS is going to be there and we're going to enable. And like everybody, we went through, you know, the transition of having to pivot and get up and do things differently quickly. But but I think we, IRS, did exactly what we're meant to do. We figured out how to get it done and we got it done. And I'm proud of that. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you should be. And I, and I think a lot of people are going to start understanding that soon. I really do. Well, Karen, thank you so much for talking with us. You know, it's been a fascinating little chat about what's going on in your office and kind of the importance of technology, especially when, when we're talking about the taxpayer and what that's looking like for their experience. So I really appreciate you talking through all these things. And I'm really looking forward to seeing what's coming next. Thank you, Amy. I enjoyed um, having this conversation. Thank you. GovCast is a production of Government CIO Media and Research. For more podcasts, head to our website. And please, if you liked what you heard, let us know by leaving us a review in iTunes. We continue to strive to help you connect with federal IT's top decision makers. Thanks for listening.